I stay at a White Lotus, I always have a memorable time. Always. Welcome to the White Lotus in Sicily. La Dolce Vita. You guys are... Welcome to John's Mostly Movie Podcast. I'm your host, John. Today we're going to be talking about The White Lotus Season 2, streaming on HBO Max. Joining me today to talk about it, she's an artist based here where I am in New York City, just closing Mythic Pizza at the John W. Engelman Theater out in Long Island. Please welcome to the pod, Hannah Record. Hello, hello. Uh, did you say Mythic Pizza? Oh, mystic. I did. Mystic. You know why? Very I, mystical. I was mystical thinking pizzazz, if you will. Mythic quest. <laughs> because I was looking up on uh, F. Murray Abraham, who's in this, what we're going to talk about. Yes, mystic pizza. Based off the 80s movie, mm-hmm. correct? Yes, the very famous Julia Roberts film. How was it? Not the film, it was but great. the show. <laughs> the show was great. The film was also great. Uh, Wonderful cast, wonderful experience uh, out in, on Long Island in Northport. Charming little town. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Really a great experience and uh, can't wait for the next one. Amazing. Um, yeah. So we're recording this. It's a couple days after Halloween. We're all feeling the uh, sugar crash after the sugar rush. Uh, I asked, Truly. I wanted to know. So. Typically, I remember growing up, and and by growing up, I mean even just this past couple of years, uh, the candy bowl. There's always a couple of pieces that are left that everyone avoids having. Mm. And I asked, mm. what are those for you? What's kind of like uh, at the bottom of the barrel? Banana Laffy Taffy. Banana Laffy. Yes. Oh, Ugh. my God. Nasty. That's such a goaded answer. Vile. Almond Joy is <laughs> right now the one for me. Oh, Yeah. I don't just, like an almond joy. I'm just not a huge fan of them. Um, like not even if it's like at the bottom and you're like, but it's still candy. I like mean, I won't eat the banana Laffy Taffy if that's the case. Here's still. what's weird. I will have banana Laffy Taffy, which probably makes Ooh. me a psychopath. Oh my gosh. You're a monster. I know. I, I know. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I, I don't, I mean, just. Told you. <laughs> we're gonna talk about white lotus we're gonna talk about white lotus <laughs> that's what we're gonna do oh my gosh um jennifer coolidge is back back she back is again back so and i'm here for it mike white who if you didn't know mike white wrote and direct the first season which only six episodes i don't know why i thought it was 10 or more but it was right? only six episodes for it um and they filmed that out in Hawaii. It was gorgeous. When he pitched mm-hmm. it to HBO, he hadn't even completed the full script, but they were on board because it was easy to film. You could get a cast into there, follow safety protocols in like the height of the pandemic. And then it was a hit. All of us loved it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All of those characters. And like were you said, so well Jennifer written. Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. What planet is she from? I want to go. Amazingness. Um, oh, what a queen. So he follows it up with, there's, you know, they say that they're going to renew it for a second season. He says it's going to be an anthology that the White Lotus is going to be like the chain of this Mm -hmm. high-end hotels. And we're now going to Italy. 
and yes, just we are brilliant. going to Sicily. Sicily. Uh, have you ever yeah. been in real life? I went to Rome when I was two. Apparently, I <laughs> rumor don't has remember it. it at all. Yeah, rumor has it uh, from mom and dad. Uh, but no, I don't remember it. But I would very much like to go Same. as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. I would love to stay in a white lotus. I, I mean, kind of. It's kind. I, would I mean, too. like I, things keep happening there, you know. But at this point, but that means kind of... discounts are bound to happen right after. Yeah, or something. I don't like know. in the universe, I guarantee it's cheap to, to stay at the White Lotus in Hawaii. What'd you say? I said in the universe of the White Lotus, I guarantee right now, the White Lotus in Hawaii cheap stays. Mm. Which I'm fine. I'm. The, what's the chances of me? getting accidentally shot <laughs> with that said before we jump in if you have not seen episode one chow of the white lotus season two this is your spoiler alert you this is it we're not giving you anything else oh anything beyond this point it's, i know and it's you can blame who gave buddy. you a soundboard it's my buddy chris Friend of the pod, he uh, he gave me a soundboard, and it's 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 bad. It's oh, bad. Chris, you don't know what you did. He he has no idea, and like <laughs> I haven't built everything into it. Um, like yeah, like it's it's slowly it's there. Like I have the samples, but the samples are I'm not gonna do like they're fine. There's there's like the typical. Oh, that's you. That's a really good one. Yeah. Classic. It's a, it's a classic to it. Um, so what was your first impression of season two? And I'm really hoping it was the opening sequence, which was... Gosh, know. that opening sequence always really sets it up, doesn't it? It did that in the first season, too, uh, with just kind of the clues kind of starting at the end of the story and working its way back, which is something I love yeah. that the show does. Because we all love that sort of who done it, who's we it going to be? It's like, it's funny. It's like the oldest trick in the book that still works. Like works every for, time. Yeah, I'm easily intrigued. I'm sorry, death, and then you, the next sequence says one week late, one week before. Great. Only a week. Only a week. Oh, but I, uh, gosh, this new season. There's some spice. There's some heat. There's some really uncomfortable moments. Yeah. There's, gosh, that opening sequence where you're like, okay, we're opening on this like beautiful woman tanning lotion. And like these two other women are here on a special vacation Mm -hmm. to a white Lotus in Sicily. And, you know, she's like, well, this is my last day. I'm so jealous. (laughs) And yeah, again, there's going to be spoilers if you haven't seen it. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and she goes for her one last dip. Just just one, that one last she, one. And I got I got Jaws energy. It I was very like, she's much... either going to get eaten that's... or something's going to happen. Something's not right. That's what I thought. Because, like, the way she went into the water, I was just like, is, she, is this bitch about to just, like, accidentally go too far out and, like, the riptide get her? Or something. Or something. It yeah, and she like goes, that. what was that? And I was like, it's a shark! Immediately. Get out of the water. Get out of the water. No. It was a floating body. 
It was a floating body. body. And then we hear with uh, Sabrina Impasatori, I believe. I was looking up um, her playing Valentina, who's um, the concierge. When she talks to her, like, I guess, second in command, Rocco, he says, there's guests are dying or like there's bodies. And she's like, I'm sorry. There's, there's bo- many. There's many. A few. There's like, a few. How? how? Like. Um, so it very much. And gives I, us I, I believe she's the manager. So kind of who manager. Armand was yes. in the last season, uh, which very different dynamics from very. the first season to the second. You know, he was very nervous and energy. You know, customers always write big smiles, no matter what. And then this one being un-American also. She's very, yes. She's just very, she doesn't care. Um, It's business. Yeah. Even though Armand was also not American, um, he acted more toward the American hospitality. Yes. uh, Mindset. There's a lot of pressure and the customer is right and first and not that mm -hmm, they don't take it here, but you can. And here she's like, what are you doing? Like. Hi, welcome. And then she kind of says some, like she's just being not honest. Color, she's like kind of very odd, like brutally honest to her own guests. And you're like, huh? Kind of like rookie <laughs> mistakes. Why wouldn't you look up what airline to do and how they were? Like, why would you fly through? Uh, yeah, through, Rome. Uh, why would you fly Rome? through Rome? Why, why didn't you, you fly through Munich? Like, obviously. Uh, like idiot. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's kind of funny, and also it's brilliant because. I mean, us living in New York, we hear mm-hmm. it all the time, the whole New Yorkers are rude dynamic. But when you live in New York, you just realize New Yorkers are just in their own world. It has nothing to yeah. do into that. It's very and much very a direct. pocket of culture. And I, I think he's touching on that of just hospitality, like you said, in America versus the culture in Italy. Because like, none mm-hmm. of it, what she was saying was rude. It was just a matter of fact. But... It's if you're not accustomed to that and you're accustomed to a lot of like fluffy, fluffy pillow talk in a sense. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I love that we have right off the bat Jennifer Coolidge bringing her fucking uh, with, assistant. Yeah. Uh, who is that actor again? Because he also played the uncle in Napoleon Dynamite. John Grease. Uh, John plays her husband. Grease. Yeah. He's, yeah. Really? Which was great, because I forgot that he was the actor in season one that, yes. you know, she ended up with. Um, and then, like, I remember the whole storyline. Like, she goes with him instead of pursuing the business with the lady, um, the masseuse. Mm-hmm. And so now we get to see, like, okay, what does that look like? Um, and it's very odd. And we also learned that Jennifer Coolidge is uh addiction like addictive personality is really rearing its ugly head here yes and also she doesn't like to be alone she she brought her assistant she along can't. um played by Haley Lou Richardson and basically tells the assistant like um you just got to get lost and the assistant's like okay like fine like i'm in italy whatever like you just gave me a week vacation like by like no 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 like stay in your room yeah after and then she at the pool because she's absolutely not gonna stay in her room in italy i wouldn't no God. just avoid them um even she said because so is her husband that said we need to have this vacation on our own why did you bring your assistant tell her to go home yeah she jennifer coolidge 
his character goes up to her assistant and says, just lay low. You don't have to go just like stay in your room. Cause she can't say goodbye. Yeah. Like to anything or anyone. It's yeah. And then this, so it's Tanya, Jennifer Coolidge, Portia, the assistant and Portia, She's like a what young twenties, mid twenties. Yeah, just homegirls in Italy. She just she she wants to get laid. She wants to have some wine and some pasta. Yeah. What everyone wants to do. Well, does she because she says there's nothing but pasta on this menu and I'm gonna get so bloated. (laughs) Yeah, that's I mean, no, she totally does, but she also wants to like she says, she wants to be thrown around by a hot Italian. Oh yeah. I think she wants And then to thrown around is an American. This, this American Italian. <laughs> Italian. She's Italian like, American. She's like, whatever, can't be picky. Who's like, he's like there for this like multi-generational vacation with his grandfather, his father, and himself. And this young man's name is Albie. Who's, who plays him? Uh, Mike, uh, no, no um, Adam DiMarco. Okay, Adam DiMarco. You're right now killing it, yeah. mister. Um, yeah, I love that scene. So uh, they're sitting on Shay's lounges at the pool, and he basically asks if she's okay, and she's like, "No, <laughs> she's she can't take it." Like, no. And uh, but she's very charmed, and they they kind of get a little flame right off the bat. Um, and uh, she spots his grandfather up right. at a balcony and he walks down and falls. He, he takes a tumble. Yeah. Meanwhile, this grandpa has been creepy to young women ever since yeah. we are introduced to him. Yeah. It's interesting because it's him, his son played by Michael Imperioli. And then mm-hmm. who you were saying, Albie, uh, Adam DeMarco's character, mm-hmm. two out of the three are problematic men. Uh, one we've seen the behavior of the second one we've only seen the aftermath we've seen like um the phone call with him getting chewed out and then we yeah, see yeah so like he's... the father character is absolutely ripped a new one by his current wife i guess i guess uh that it's see i don't i don't know it's Cause she is screaming at him i'm like a full on level 10 I think it's four because what I gathered from it is she's moved on. His ex-wife. Like I'll let you know what's going on with my life. And she's like, please don't. Yeah. Like, like leave me alone. And then she, she really works herself up like this actor who plays this character on the other end of the line. Really? I look. Tells him off. (laughs) Like Uh, I was like, whoa. The actress is a cameo. It's Laura Dern. No. Yeah, I believe it is Laura Dern. Really? Yeah. That makes so much sense. Then. I mean, because the the voice acting is fucking amazing, and you feel the pain I mean. and everything. Uh, and he's just sitting there with like, this very absent smirk on his face. He, he it's like a he can't say anything because everything is correct. Like everything mm-hmm. she's saying is is correct, and um, yeah. He and we see. Well, before we see like his ending and everything, his ending is connected to the two girls that we're introduced to. Um, mm-hmm. it, 
it's fascinating how, like I said, there's well, yes, like, and then we have two two prostitutes. Yeah, like roaming around in well, it's like bark, I, bark, get off my lawn. Because I think Lucia has done sex work already, but Mia hasn't yet. Mia's in. She's very, maybe, maybe not. Um, she's still hung up on. Uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, Massimo. Massimo. She's still hung up on Massimo. Like, Massimo's gone. He's moved on to another girl. She's devastated. She just wants to move on so quick. Might as well get paid for it. I got very much Romeo and Juliet vibes of uh, Romeo and... Um... Oh, what's his cousin's name? Tybalt? No. Hello. Mercutio is his best friend's name. Uh, um, it starts with a B. Romeo's... Cousin? Cousin that he talks to in the beginning, in the opening. No, Horatio? Bad actor. Bad actor. Bad actor alert right over here. Bad. Looks like I need to do a little bit of a review. (laughs) Let's see. Luckily, I can cut this... uh, how long it took the embarrassing it is (laughs) you should leave it in what is the name that i'm looking for oh my god i don't know because are you thinking of juliet's cousin because that's tybalt not tybalt Um, not mercutio who dies benvolio benvolio in the beginning, like it's you know Romeo's talking uh, about Rosalind and how his heart's been broken, and you know Benvolio, it, it's just that's the the dynamic I very quickly got from them. More actually Mercutio, but Simona Tabasco playing Lucia, fantastic actress, oh my drop God. dead gorgeous, hilarious as well. Yes. Um, it's interesting because that just really fast forwarding to the end, that scene between her, like the dynamic, like the kind of tension where it's not sexual tension between her and Dominique. It's both of them are nervous. She is nervous to be in the, even though she's, you know, had sex for money before she's nervous to be in this hotel. Yeah. This well, she knows she's not supposed to be there. She keeps getting. Yeah, she knows she's not supposed to be there. That they're thrown off the premises her. by Valentina. Yeah. And. But speaking of sexual tension, we have Aubrey Plaza in this season. Yeah, that whole group is something else. Did you pick? Okay, they're okay. Yeah, we got to get there. Um, but just closing out this. It's just an interesting... with the father figure of the three dudes like super nervous and he says like i'm a i'm glad you're here but kind of like a, i'm a bad person just to let you know like or i don't it's just fascinating like that that's the dynamic because both me and becky are like who's the american and i thought it was john grease i thought for a second that that's who it was going to be um but yeah no aubrey plaza like that group. And the takes... guy from Divergent. Yeah. Also, did you... I was like, oh my god, it's you! <laughs> I... Theo James, right? Yeah. Thank I you. I was first introduced to him, actually, in the 
series The Time Traveler's Wife. Wow. Yeah. And it was, he was, he was, I mean, I really enjoyed it. He was great. And so I see him here and I'm like, oh, okay, like HBO using another actor that's been in a series that they've had on their platform. You know, they, here we go. And he's fantastic as just like Mm -hmm. this. I think it's, I was listening to an interview. It's kind of perfectly described. He's a person that you would go out for a night of partying with, but by no means go on vacation with. Yeah. Like you can tell he's a good time, but he's also like, this guy's a dipshit. Absolutely. And tries to push people's buttons all the time. Oh, an instig- he, he's an, he knows he's an instigator. Total instigator. Oh, I'm just going to turn on this light real quick. Excuse me, Miss Kitty. My cat is sleeping behind my computer. But right yeah, now. that group, it's interesting because it's, so the group, it's Harper and Ethan, which is Aubrey Plaza and Will Sharp. They are together. They are married. And then it's Ethan's best friend from college or friend. We don't know really how close the dynamic was. We know, or roommates. That's what they say. Not best friend. Yeah, they were roommates. Uh, That just basically he tolerated him. Right. And Cameron, Theo James, and Daphne, played by Megan Fay. So each couple, like no couple is perfect. But what's interesting is like we learn Cameron and Daphne don't vote. They don't watch the news and you're just like, what the fuck? And I love, by the way, I love that whole conversation because it's not a back and forth. When they're of, sitting. Yeah. Drinking and, the Aperol spritzes. Everything there. <laughs> and then. It's so awkward. But, and Mike White is perfect. He sits in it. He's like, how can I make this even more? Let me put some pauses. And it's just like, you're like, dude. And whoever did the wardrobe made Theo James's outfit the color of an Aperol spritz, and it was hilarious. It's hilarious. Also, <laughs> he just like, blended he's in. Great to look at. Yeah. Let's be honest. Oh, gorgeous man! Um, such a dick. And he is. Yeah, he's such a dick. But then Daphne, his girlfriend, seems to be written to like she kind of cup, like translates into a happier tone what what she thinks he means to yeah. keep the peace and she's very much like keep the peace keep the peace and till until she's like i don't know did i vote i can't even remember and you're like what yeah what but at the same time they actually communicate with each other they seem to have fun where on the flip side with Harper and Ethan Aubrey Plaza and Will none like it just like She's so particular. She is she's a so, and she's a lawyer who defends she, people who have done misdemeanor, right? No, well, no, I, employers, employers. She defends so the she employee. defends the employers. Uh, no, no, no. To I, fight against the employees that say like, well, uh, discrimination, like suing for discrimination, suing for um, unbalanced pay, because. I thought she was representing the employees who were like filing different claims. And then Cameron's like, oh, I had a claim, you know, that's some bullshit. Oh. No, she represents the employer. That makes it even, okay. And she's never lost a case. She's a yeah, she's definitely, vicious woman. She's very vicious. She's I would very not particular. dare step in her path. And it's just so also very interesting to see Aubrey Plaza in this very dramatic role. She does really well. She's really because great. You want to know why she's perfect for this role is because none of us trust that what she's doing is 100% sincere. 
because yes. that's always her thing is she's hilarious because she would always be have this like door of sarcasm to the open to the audience but would have a total guard up against the other characters that she was acting with it's i'm like it's per, it's one of those i was you know what it's funny that you say that because i was listening to a podcast it was like a, on a sports podcast they were talking about players and like when they get traded how they fit immediately sometimes into the team and then you just look and you're like why didn't we see this before and he was saying like you see this with projects and actors one recently being the white lotus and audrey plaza like you said in this dramatic role and we're like of course this makes sense like why didn't we like why didn't someone like slaughter into something like this beforehand like it's she's perfect for this type of ensemble role where it is pretty much from screen time evenly distributed but it does feel like she leads the pack um, equally to Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge is kind of like the leader because she's the one that story-wise has been consistent in you know both seasons we've seen. Yeah. But I'm so interested. I'm so interested to see what's going to happen in her storyline because like I feel like because so those I... who are listening like <laughs> for those who are listening just to let you know um, she is taking pills again you know she's drinking a lot she is accused of eating all five macaroons that the hotel provided for them she's like i only had three and her husband even says like she is dressed in a sheer black number it's very obvious and she consents to having sex and she's like it's obvious she wants some sexy time yeah and he even says right now yeah, he's just like really. Like, he's just that's not so into it. Off, like I would think just do he it. has another know. family because when she tells him about the macaroons, he's like, "Oh, th- it's work." I don't think it's work. In the bathroom and at that, I think he's checking into or like something. Yeah, it's what? weird. Because wasn't he like? Isn't he like on dying? I and, thought so. Yeah. Um. And but she like gets freaked out by like the ceramic head in her. Yeah, she has a uh, when they're having sex, and she pushes him away. Yeah, it that one was very interested, interesting because she says she disassociates seeing that, and Ethan also at some point sees that like like when he's doing his work or whatever, kind of gets like uh, hypnotized. It's going to be interesting what that is about. Yeah. Um, Because it also seems that, like, each land that the White Lotus is in, people get, like, cursed there. It's just wild. So, predictions as to, if you had to name two people, because they say that a few guests are dead, okay? And it could be guests that are just, like, we see maybe in one episode, and it's just a right. But let's just assume not. Let's assume maybe Mike White's gonna kill off some of these people two i'll give you two i want you to name the person that's in the ocean that we see at the beginning and then just one other person that we don't see who would be your people maybe like maybe one of the prostitutes like okay Valentina seems pretty mad. 
And I think maybe Theo James's character. I don't know okay. why. I kind of feel like it. I don't know. What about you? I think it is in the water. I think in the water is Albie. I don't know why. Oh no, that'd be so sad. Oh, I no, like no, no, Albie, no, no, no. Or... of course. No, I'm gonna revert. Revert. In the water is John Grease. Okay. Outside. Audrey Plaza. No I'm gonna way. Go, I'm going to go. I don't know how. It's going to be. It, I feel like it's going to be some freak accident of some sort. But um, she's. can we agree? Her character is not likable right now. It's not. It's really not. Um, she is very like off-putting, cold, prickly, and doesn't care what anyone thinks in the wrong way. Like she is just like shamelessly unpleasant. It's <laughs> a perfect way to put it. <laughs> it's so true. Um, yeah. It's any other bold predictions? I think Jennifer Coolidge's husband's character, like that husband character is gonna go. It feels like it feels like because he keeps like accusing her of things. And a very interesting, important detail, I think is they're kind of in that fight. And he's like, Well, did you drink all the champagne too? You ate all the macaroons. And she's like, I only ate three out of the five. And he's like, Well, like, where are they? She finds them. Mm hmm. And knocks on the door when he's on the phone, offers them to him because they're still good. Because she's like, I wanted to basically prove I'm right. Yeah. And he shoes her away, basically. And I think that's when you think that it's, he might be talking to like another family. He's he's that doing was... some he he's really doing some shady shit. Oh, and also the Theo James character getting naked behind Aubrey oh, Plaza's yeah. character. Before, what? So like. They're going to change in from like drink attire to beach attire. And Aubrey's character is wearing this like plunging neckline swimsuit. And this guy in like she can see his reflection in the mirror. Essentially exposes drops himself. Trow and puts on the swimsuit. And she doesn't say anything. She just and looks she also and down and it's really looks. explain it well either. She doesn't explain I like I think the there's sense of... sexual tension right there. If I there... think I, I mean, think that's I think her character definitely needs to get laid. It's pretty. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, they're um, setting up a lot of sex. They there's really some, are, and I think it's like hate sex between oh them God. two. I mean, the only the person who wants sex who won't get it is F. Murray Abraham. Bert, I don't think Bert's gonna get his sex. Sorry. No. Um, but that uh, the conversation of them talking about if he still gets hard, fucking hilarious. And great. That was so funny. It was. And, what's and like funny his is you can tell the actors were having like, great time just interacting with that. Um, God. Um, yeah. 
I'm excited to see it. Hannah, you're going to join us for the mid. We'll go mid-season. Yes. So it's like two more, because it's seven episodes. So we'll go after episode four, because I feel like the last okay, three Okay, that sounds good. Oh my gosh, we're, we're going to have so much to talk about. I know, this goes into December. We're taking the White Lotus into December. Whoa! I know. And then um, it's 2023. I know. What's uh, going on? Before you go, what is, what are you watching? What's on your horizon? Oh gosh. I mean, I always rewatch The Office, but I am, uh, gosh, what am I watching? Um, I'm watching The Tudors. I'm catching up on that. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, I am watching, oh, the new season of Bling Empire on Netflix. Incredible reality television. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And also The Wilds on Prime Video. The Wild on Prime. Which one's that one's about? The Wilds is um, truly wild. Uh, seven strangers in a private jet told they're going to go to this, like, basically very Instagrammable island, get in a plane crash, are deserted. No one can help them. That's a really good pitch. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hannah, where can our listeners find you? And you can find me on Instagram or TikTok. I'm at, at underscore Hannah, like a banana, all one word, underscore. So, yep, that's my handle. Hell yes. Thank you for joining the pod. Thanks for having me on, John. Of course.